Welcome to a brand new episode of This Week in Apps. I'm Ariel from AppFigures, and in this episode, I reveal the top games in August. I look at the latest trend in the App Store, thanks to iOS 16, and more. So let's get this started. iOS 16 launched this week, and much like two years ago, when iOS 14 rolled out, one type of app is getting a lot of love, which means downloads, thanks to a new feature iPhone users can't get enough of. That feature is, of course, widgets. iOS 14 introduced widgets to the iPhone and iOS 16 brought them into your lock screen. Yes, I know, Android users are laughing at how behind this is, but I'm going to ignore that for now and focus on the downloads. And there are a lot of downloads. Three apps dedicated to creating custom widgets have seen ranks grow with the release of iOS 16 on Tuesday. Top widgets, Widgetsmith, and Color Widgets have been downloaded more than a million times on Tuesday alone, according to our estimates. At least one of those should be familiar to you. Widgetsmith was the most popular choice back in 2020, and it's also one of the go-to solutions this time around. We estimated saw 225,000 new downloads on Tuesday, an increase of about 650% from its recent daily average, which is not bad for an indie app. But it's not the most popular option. Top Widgets, which is one of the many apps that use Chinese in their English names, a trend I started noticing recently. It's currently the most downloaded app in the US. We estimated saw more than 750,000 new downloads on Tuesday, up a whopping 2,400% from its daily average. Color Widgets was a distant third in the race, adding 35,000 new downloads up 169% from its daily average, according to estimates. So not much, but still more. Lock screen widgets are somewhat basic right now, if you ask me. So I'm not sure how long this wave will go on for, but for now, I expect downloads for all three to grow even more until this wave ends, which is probably going to take a few weeks, at least, maybe more. And I'm not sure what's going on with Chinese words and English names, but I have an insight coming up that offers a possible explanation, so don't go anywhere. Next, last week's insight into which apps use Apple search ads resulted in a few questions from viewers about the connection between app tracking transparency and Apple search ads. So this week, I used our SDK intelligence to look at how many apps use app tracking transparency, and which categories those apps come from. What do you think? According to our intelligence, 58,000 apps and games request access to track their users. Sounds like a lot, right? Well, it may, but when we put it in the context of all apps and games, it ends up being just about 4%. Where are those apps coming from? Well, the games category has many of those. A little under 9,000 games use app tracking transparency. Games need to track users so they can show them ads, something app tracking transparency hit very hard and lower ad revenue across the board. I totally expected games to lead the way, so this is not a surprise, but shopping at second place with almost 7,000 apps was a bit of a surprise to me. Shopping apps don't sell ads like games in most cases, but rather need to track users so they can connect between mobile and web users to engage them better. And by that, I mean to push them ads so they can buy more. They also need it so they can track the impact of their ad campaigns. Utilities right behind shopping is using it for a mix of the three, and I'm pretty sure that's the case for the rest of the categories that make up the top 10, which include lifestyle, education, entertainment, finance, food and drink, and news. Overall, these numbers feel very low to me, and considering how hard Apple made tracking users, I expect more apps to drop app tracking transparency and forgo internal analytics and attribution to reduce possible friction. On to something a bit more exciting. This week, I rounded up the most downloaded games in the world, and let me skip the intro and dive right into the data because something's a little bit different this month, and 
it could be an important one for the future. So let's jump right in. Starting at the top, Subway Surfers was the most downloaded game in the world in August with 30 million new downloads from the App Store and Google Play according to our estimates. But if you take a closer look at the App Store list, you'll see the Subway Surfers icon twice. And that's not a mistake. The second Subway Surfers is the local version that's only available in China. And I chose not to combine it into the US version of the game for the sheer scale of downloads that seem to have popped up in August in China. And it's also coming from a different publisher. I should add that this isn't a new version that just rolled out, but rather a six-year-old app that only recently became popular in China. It's not the only one that's popular in China, but we'll get to that in a second. Hypercasual Stumble Guys came in second place, also adding 30 million downloads to its bottom line, according to estimates. Stumble Guys outperformed Subway Surfers on the App Store, but not on Google Play, which is why it came second. Candy Crush Saga, Roblox, and Save the Doge round out the top five. Back to China, though. Much like Subway Surfers, Survivor.io's China version also rose through the ranks quickly in August, and I left it on its own so you can see the scale of success in China. I'll probably combine them next month. China is big for downloads. That's not really new news, but it looks like in a post-COVID era, it's growing even faster. That could explain why we see more apps in the US with Chinese names. Let me explain. Traditionally, as a developer, you'd localize your app for each language, but I suspect these developers aren't bothering with localization. Yes, I'm calling them lazy. And they're using both English and Chinese, the two most relevant languages, in one for App Store optimization. I don't think it's a great strategy at all. If you want to get more downloads in China, you should localize for China. And the same goes for every other language and country. If you agree, take a second and give this episode a like. And if you don't, let me know why in the comments. I'm going to prove you wrong. Together, the top 10 most downloaded games in the world in August raked in 172 million new downloads, according to our estimates. A bit lower than July's total, but considering school started in August, in many places, not really a shocker. This week, I also ranked the highest earning games in August, and while downloads decreased in August, revenue didn't. Well, for some games, at least. Candy Crush Saga was the highest earning game in the US, raking in $140 million of net revenue. That's what they get to keep after paying Apple and Google their fees. That's the most I've seen this game do in a single month, ever. It's about 9% higher than the last month, which was also very high. Way below it is Roblox, which came in second, but with less than half the revenue, $60 million of net revenue, according to our estimates, to be a little bit more precise. Pokemon Go, Coinmaster, and Bingo Blitz round out the top five earners in the US, each added just about the same to its bottom line in August, as it did in July. The list looks very similar to last month, but one change in August was Call of Duty's comeback after dropping out in July. Together, the top 10 highest earning games earned $436 million of net revenue in August from the US, according to our estimates. That's about 4% higher than July's total and 40% higher than January of this year. That's a lot of money for games. And last for this week, Be Real is still the most downloaded app in the US App Store, beating not just Instagram, but also video king TikTok. Be Real lost its top spot this week to top widgets, which will likely continue to dominate for a few days, but it's still ahead of both of its rivals. TikTok isn't sitting by idly. This week, TikTok released a new feature called TikTok Now, which is a direct copy of Be Real. Why is TikTok spending resources on such a small feature? After all, it's already the leader in a category it created. The easy answer is downloads. When you put BeReal and TikTok's downloads in the US side by side, the sheer scale of BeReal becomes very obvious and crazy. And the alarming bit for TikTok is that 
the two trends are getting very, very close. According to our estimates, last week, BeReal added a smidge over a million new users from the App Store and Google Play in the US. A million new users. TikTok added 1.4 million users in the same week, which is more, yes, but not by that much considering the difference between TikTok and BeReal. One is TikTok, the other is an unknown app that just recently started climbing the charts. Now, BeReal is stronger on the App Store than on Google Play, and TikTok is strong on both, which is why there's still a gap. But if we zoom in on just the App Store, downloads are even closer to the point where BeReal is going to be TikTok in downloads in the US in the App Store. That's mind-boggling. For TikTok to roll out a whole new feature from scratch in the span of just a month is just crazy. This means they see BeReal as more than just a little threat. If you followed me for a while, you may remember what I said about BeReal back when it just started taking off. If it can get enough traction, it will become a real threat to existing platforms. Well, it did, and now it is. But it still doesn't have a real business model. I'll leave you with that because that's all I have for you this week. Check out the most downloaded apps and highest earning apps here. And if you like the insights, consider subscribing. I'll see you next week.